Welcome to Cut the BS, a podcast that talks about BS, not about bull excrement, but about the world and the BS you deal with every day. Hey, welcome to this edition of Cut the BS, episode 12. Thank you, Ouroboros, for providing the music. And hey, Bruce, still waiting on some new tunes. Feel free to send them to Drew. Uh, big night, big crowd, same five. Hello, Doug. Hello, Stephen. Hi, Ryan. Thanks for stopping by. We all, Steve. everybody bow. Bow, Ryan's here. Everybody bow. Yeah, that's how you should uh, acknowledge when I walk Why don't you in. get close to the mic so we can hear you? I can't. There's no chair. I'm not standing maybe, the whole time. Maybe that's maybe that's the reason nobody wants you here. Hi, I'm Drew. Fine, I won't be here next time. So, Drew, why, Drew, why don't you stab him in your in your room? No one will know. <laughs> no, hey, I, Brett. Steve. Hi, buddy. How are you? I'm great. So, uh, big breaking news. I put together a list of stuff we we're going to talk about yesterday, and I sent it to you guys. And then Drew had some ideas, and he sent them to you guys. But we have earth-shattering. Breaking news happening right before we tape today's show. The rival school, the next door school district, there's a petition to change the name of their mascot and their sporting teams because the name Red Raiders is offensive and there's a petition going around. And it's not just social media. It is TV it is two different papers. This is real. Can you believe it? Doug, we'll start with you. Yeah, I can. What's, but I haven't heard, what do they want to change it to? Well, they've, they've not really come up with a name yet, although this is funny. Um, the, the first line from one of the people that, is, uh, that started the, uh, started the uh, discussion about you know, changing the name because it's offensive in the story, he actually says Belfon is known for, and get ready for this, trophy fishing and powerful names in government. Now, one of, one of my uh, uh, feeders of information uh, texted me earlier today and said that uh, he thinks they'll change their name to the Belfon governors. But, I wondered that while I was mowing grass. I, but, but okay, So who's going to be the mascot? But wait. If you remember a few years ago, an almost guest on our show, Trey Butterworth and I, were calling a football game one night, and of course we came up with the nickname, the Brown Trouts. Oh yes, I do remember that. Because of the fishing. Well, and right here it says, does. "There's this is a direct quote from one of the guys leading the charge." When I think of Belfont, I think of world-class trout fishing and historical places downtown and great leaders of Pennsylvania. Boom. I don't, uh, I mean, Belfont the, is along the banks of Spring Creek, which is the 
largest population of wild reproducing brown trout in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. So, okay, that, that makes sense, but it's an awful name. Uh, it's like the blue hens, the Delaware blue hens. Well, that, that's a stupid name too. I don't know. It's always this, it's always this overwhelming minority of people with a very loud voice. It's like the kid, your kid, like eventually they know like they can just kick and scream and cry. And, and eventually I'm going to be like, I, whatever, I don't give a shit. What do it? I don't care. Shut up. Well, Drew, Ryan, you've, you've played against those teams. And are you surprised by the fact that because you are of a different generation, um, are you surprised that the name is still in existence already? Or, or what are you guys' thoughts? Because you're, you're the closest to the, the Belfont School District and the interaction. Well, before I give my opinion, I will say one of my friends on Twitter actually did say the Belfont Brown Trout as well. So maybe that is a popular name with them. Um, I don't think – it doesn't really affect me. I didn't go to Belfont. I went to Bald Eagle, as we all did. Really? Hey, breaking news. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, was the last show that Doug Dyke was ever in. So so we're eliminating all Dykes tonight. This will be episode 12. <laughs> The night we got rid of the dykes. Well, I'm the, I felt bad. Like, I'm Don't the use that word. You'll get in trouble. I'll have to change my last name. That's what's coming. I'm going to have to change my last name. To that could happen. What's that? You should take your wife's name. Well, think about it. They got rid of Glide PD, and they want to get rid of uh, Paw Patrol or something. Okay, yeah. let's look at, let's just stick to the topic of Belfon and the mascot, Doug. I don't want you to veer off because you're still on – double secret probation and drew hates to edit <laughs> he's got to earn his salary yeah he's a hump he's lazy that's why he just wants to plug and play but now i don't i don't no it would not surprise me it's 2020 how long have i been saying that how many shows have i said now it's just 2020 nothing would surprise me well this is so, episode 12 so you've been saying it for 12 weeks yeah okay well yeah it's 2020 I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. Um, I don't know. I just, I really do struggle with living that way of life of getting up every day and just searching so hard for something to be offended about. I can't understand living my life that way. Um, I it's, it's everywhere. It's every team, every sports team or school that I've heard everyone that I know about pretty much has tried this, uh, the Cleveland Indians, the Washington Redskins, um, the Chicago Blackhawks, right? They, like all of these teams that represent um, indigenous people, Native Americans, they, they all have been tried to be changed over the last two years. I mean, that's, we're really starting to see the push now. I don't know. It's, it's I guess, might hit small town uh, America first, though. I'm, I'm actually surprised it's lasted as long as it has. Juniata College, I mean, changed it how many years ago from, what, Indians to Eagles? They were the Indians and they went to the Eagles, which is another reason why I didn't know that. And then, uh, you know, I so I'm actually surprised it's lasted this long. <laughs> that's, that's not really why I, I didn't go there. I, I didn't go there because uh, our family's camp is 15 miles from there, and my mom and dad knew exactly what would happen. I would be the most popular guy in my dorm. Because I'd have I'd have been the one throwing the parties at, at camp, 
And, and what my parents didn't realize is that my roommate at Lycoming, home of the Warriors, by the way, uh, his family has a camp on Pine Creek. So we would just go there because they had cable TV and a telephone. So Warriors is somewhat of a representation, I would think. Of it's very ambiguous because usually they just use the name Warrior. They don't have any, any silhouettes or anything like that. It's just the Warriors, which I, yes. I don't find, you know, that's a, that's a, uh, a word representing like strength, right? Yeah. And I don't, I don't know, like a Red Raider, I don't, is that, is that offensive? Well, I would think, I would think more it's the red part of Red Raider than it would be. I was just thinking the they, part. they could change, just take the red out and change to a pirate type logo, like the, you know, you can't be exactly like the Las Vegas Raiders now, but then it could their name. Well, I, I happen to know somebody whose who's son is in the football program there, and they, they have multiple shirts that then they go, the, they go with Raider Nation, and, it's, and it's, they're actually using the script of the Vegas Raiders in one of the shirts. Oh. Yeah. You just got to be careful with that, that whole eagle thing that we use. I took that from a, a catalog that had it as one of their embroidery. And did, and did you get sued by, by the no. uh, Philadelphia Eagles yet? Nope. That's just it because it's under the Richardson Cap Company. So if they come after me, you know, it would come after us. It's like, hey, we got it from here. I think if they just – if they just, I think if they just drop the red, they should be okay. Just be the, the Belfort Raiders. I would think so too. But – to see the kind of response it's getting socially on media, in, in newsprint, and, and also on TV. I saw a breakthrough uh, WJC uh, in Johnstown. I was the first place I saw that they did anything on it. So, I mean, you were talking about a reliable source for some sort of story. I mean, when, when, when the big Channel 6 is covering that, there's some merit to it. And if you go to the Center Daily Times website, which let me just say this right now is the worst paper on the planet because they are not covering the entire center County. They cover the center region. Did we get, uh, co did we get coverage of our graduation, Steve? I don't think so. I, I think they may newspaper have newspaper or TV. There may have been a picture on the website of the paper, but I, I don't get the Sunday paper. Given ramen noodles tonight, things tough at home. Yeah, so they are. Um, but you know, the whole idea of, uh, that coverage is just ridiculous. Is she going to feed you or is that your own hand? According to Dave Ramsey, you should never pay more than a dollar 37 for a meal. You can feed a family for a dollar and 37 cents. Well, uh, why today? still, if you buy six boxes, of their macaroni and cheese, 29 cents, baby. There are and then people. And then people wonder why thousands with two fish and five loaves of bread, boys. Come on now. I don't have those skills. Only one guy did. Although the way things are going, he might be back. So back to the whole, the, back to the whole, back to the whole liner of a cat box, uh, Center Daily Times. What was I saying? Oh yeah, on their website, you can actually go and vote to change the name. There's an online petition on the Center Daily Times. Now, when I went to yeah. journalism school uh, back before, you know, Brett and, and Ryan and Drew were born, 
by the way, Ryan, has he offered you any food uh, for dinner? Uh, no, he hasn't yet, but I'm also not that hungry, so. Okay, well, there's chocolate chip cookies downstairs if you're hungry. Well, well thanks. Right. Um, appreciate that. You're welcome. Uh, it's the least I could do. Plus, some of your beers down there, too. I don't think you drank all of it. Nah, I'll have to take that home. Uh, well, good luck, because I threw away the, the pack. Uh, get the air conditioning fixed. No. no. Okay. Let's not talk about that. Okay. Sorry. Let's just keep that on the download. So anyway, yeah, there's an online petition. So they're, they're, they're stoking the fires on this battle. Oh, yeah. I, it's going to ha- – I mean, they're going to cave. The board will cave. And they called – I mean, they called out the president of the school board, and they called out the acting superintendent, who we praised last week in the show for doing such a great job with their drive through graduation. Um, you know, they called them both out on it as well, which is interesting. Um, I bet you by noon tomorrow. Doug, you want to take that bet? No. I haven't had, I haven't had a good last two weeks. <laughs> well, let, let's put this in perspective. How much would it cost them oh, gosh. to, to refinish, to redo every sporting, just in the sporting stuff alone, Equipment-wise, jersey-wise, etc. Well, and not to mention too, like they got to, they have to make their whole entire job. Who has a dog? We're <laughs> taking care of it. Sorry. Feed your dog. dog. Does their gym have that in the in the gym? I can't. It yeah, it says Red Raiders it, right on the base. It says Red Raiders right right on the, in the middle of the floor. Yeah. It. Yes, I mean, think about a brand new gym floor. You have to, you're not just like resealing it. You're completely taking it out and putting a brand new one Give it, Ryan. That'd be the fourth time they redid their floor in that new gym. (laughs) I guess that's three times. Three times on the wall, too. Yeah, the the pads say it, too. Yeah, well, the padding's a little cheaper option to change, but. Well, I'd like, I'd be okay with buying some of those, you know, for when you guys have your, your debauchery parties over at the cabin by the lake, which I've renamed now the mistake at the lake. Um, that you could have those and then put the air mattresses on top of that. Yeah, but, I like the money pit better. The money pit was a better nickname because well, there already been the, a mistake by the lake. So the money. Well, pit I, I had a bad Tuesday night there. I and and when we get to customer service, you'll know. I'll I'll speak more eloquently on that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just like to point out how many people have made fun of our alma mater and how boring our 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 mascot name is because it's the bald eagle eagles but unless the audubon society comes after us and i don't think they will we should be okay i think that we're going to be just fine i don't uh what what else could it be bald eagle area bulldogs i mean that's not <laughs> you could you could call it um let's see um <laughs> i'm trying to think um uh, let's see, water table. We could call it the Baldy Glare water table since you can't, we can't build anywhere because there's uh, natural springs a foot below the ground. Like, how much water is in your, have you had base in your basement this week from uh, the rain we had, Doug? Not too much. That one back corner we still get, but the sump pump's keeping up with everything else. They, we could be called the Baldy area, no growth in the valley. That would be a good name for it. The, because uh, they'll never, they'll, because of the way the the groundwater is, you can't. There's nowhere to build like massive amounts of homes for people to move into the area. Because we all know it's a great place to live and thrive and survive. 
and you know if you don't have a blood relative that grew up on the mountain they don't let you up there <laughs> stop well brett how did you get back there you you got back there because you, your name's butterworth well i don't know i didn't ask it's not like i had to fill out an application and i i vowed actually to never come back here um i climbed the fence in 1989 and i swore i would die not here but here we are uh 1989 to 2016, I, I managed to stay away, but now I'm, I'm back and I don't really care for it a whole lot, but here I am. It's dry. I think there's like a $10,000 surcharge if you're not originally from there when you buy a house. No, I, it's closing costs, gets thrown on the end of your closing costs. Yeah. I, I, I graduated- Close to the Legion and the uh, VFW. When, when, I, when I graduated, a friend of mine married into a well-known family up there on the mountain and i said well chris why why are you allowed to get back up there and she just jokingly laughed and said they need to add a few extra people to the gene pool every now and then that's why they let women women can marry in and move up there on top of the mountain mm -hmm. that's true how many how many cousins do you have within a five mile radius of your house right now brett not that you actually speak to but just in general how many cousins do you have oh let me think Four, five. Not bad. One per one per mile. Yeah. Now wait. Here's my follow up. So I'm not just picking on you, Doug. How many cousins do you have within a five mile radius of you? Five mile. Yeah. I have an uncle, an aunt. Okay. Five miles. That's it, isn't it, Ryan? Yeah, because Graham and Paps are probably just outside the five miles. Yeah. And one cousin no longer lives where he did live. And, and Drew, you don't have any relatives outside of me near you. Nope. Within five miles. No. Nope. Hey, it's good, it's good and bad. It's good and bad to live and work in a school district where you have a lot of relatives. I will say, I will second that. Now, I don't work in a school district, but um, yeah, it's good and bad. I mean, gen generally, if I I don't call, I never call. I do things just on myself, and then I bitch to my wife that I'm stuck here doing it by myself. She's a lucky call. lady. I could call, but I don't call. Um, but it is nice having my dad around. He is uh, he's about eight miles away. Um, if something comes up with the, you know, he'll he usually grabs the kids if if we're stuck at school or whatever i'm stuck at work and the kids need picked up from school or whatever that's nice but yeah other than that i, I don't know eight miles as the crow flies it's probably four but to okay. drive it it's eight miles it's a winding road well yeah. now we're going to move on to something that i saw today and this really involves uh, our two youngest members of the uh, podcast crew um, because I think they have, and, and Brett, you as well. Uh, Chuck E. Cheese is $1 billion in debt, and they are facing bankruptcy. Boys, when was the last time you were there, and what is your fondest memory of Chuck E. Rat? Oh, God. I can't even tell you the last time. I didn't even know they were still around, honestly. I think Altoona is the closest one, isn't it? Yes. Probably. I don't know. We went to Slinky Action Zone a lot when we were kids. But Chuck E. Cheese, man, that's – I don't honestly can't answer that. I don't know when the last time I was there. 
Let's see. I don't actually remember going there. I do. We do have family pictures, obviously. But I would say my fondest memory would probably be seeing old pictures of Sarah crying at the mechanical animals because she was scared of like people dressed up in costumes. So, yeah, I'm gonna go with that one. Uh, did you, Brett? Did you ever take the boys down to Altoona for that check? Um, I think we did go once, and I know that my mother-in-law um, took them once or twice. Uh, but they didn't. The kids didn't really. We didn't get too close to the dancing bear and the mouse and whatever the other critters are up there because they were always kind of freaked out when they were young about mascots too. Like they wanted nothing to do with Ike the Spike or uh, the Nittany Lion. You know, it was they, they had no time, no time for that noise. Uh, but it's it's it was at that time, and I'm it probably five years ago. Nash is seven, so yeah, probably five years ago I was there, and it was a dilapidated just like petri dish of germs that looked like yes the the ball pit smelled of urine yeah and uh, every time actually uh, the only place i can remember really going to a lot was which it no longer exists exists but bonkers in state college bonkers yes where bonkers, the, where the old uh, where the old blockbuster was uh, now it's a snappies yeah well no i oh didn't no it's split? a cvs isn't it is it the CVS? I thought it was the Snappies on the corner. No, I'm pretty sure that's the CVS. At least, I, maybe they demolished the building. I don't really remember, to be honest. Well, if, if you remember Bonkers, feel free to reach out on Twitter and call me stupid at CutTheBS1. I know the building is gone. There was one over by there was one over by Walmart or like by edible arrangement and Dickie's barbecue. There was one in there too, wasn't there? Yeah. yeah. That was the, that's the fun zone or something. Yeah. I think it's, it's still there. I think. No, I think it's gone too. Oh geez. What is that place called? Fun Unleashed. That's what it's called. Fun Unleashed. Yes, that's right. Drew, there were a couple of times that we took you to Chuck E. Cheese parties with the St. John's crew. Um, I forget which, which group it was, but, um, yeah, I think one person climbed in the ball pit and and took the took one for the team, took the uh, urine bath, and then nobody got in it. And then and then three quarters of the machines didn't spit out any any coupons. So I think that was I think that was pretty much it. I do remember uh, the one in Monrova when you were really little, like when you were just an ankle biter, and uh, we had a goodbye party for uh, all of your friends, and we had a party at Chuck E. Cheese. But your mom could only get us in at 10 o'clock in the morning. So the pizza was uh, didn't really taste that great at 10.15 in the morning. I think uh, yeah, those, those are the pictures you saw. I think if you're getting pizza from Chuck E. Cheese, it probably doesn't taste great at any time of the day. This is what, yeah. this is what I remember. Uh, some of my coworkers told me that, uh, and this was back in the early 90s, they put a, they put a band on you and they put a band on the kids that matched it so that at the end of the night when the parents were drunk, they would remember which kid was theirs. <laughs> because, because beer and wine at the Monroeville Chuck E. Cheese. Now that's but, genius. But, you know, just, I mean, just, just by everybody's comments here, clearly you can see why nobody wants, nobody's going there anymore. You know, no wonder they were, they, were actually, they were actually trying to sell food during the pandemic under a different name, at least down in um, Miami. Because the one day when I was mowing, the guys on the sports talk show were talking about chick pizza and wings and 
they found out that the food was actually coming from a Chuck E. Cheese's. Well, wait, why are they in so much debt? How are they in so much debt? Well, nobody, nobody's going anymore. And, you know, if, if the machines cost, you know, to buy in bulk, all those wonderful things like a back scratcher or a bouncy spider, you know, you got to, the shipping alone to put those on a freighter and bring those over from parts unknown where, you know, where, where COVID started and, and stuff that's even worse is getting ready to come here. You know, that stuff costs money, buddy. You know, when you get 250 tokens, you know, and, and tickets, and then you get 32 cents worth of stuff, like a comb and maybe a stick of gum, it all adds up, Drew. That's why. Well, the shipping on the 1,300 masks we sold was three, 240 bucks. So, I mean, that was coming from China, too. So, wait. The Baltimore Area High School bought masks for COVID-19 and they came from the place where the pandemic started. Yeah, I didn't know that until after we ordered them, but they are nice. We sold yeah. them, we're, done. we're gone. Because of beautiful yeah. sellers like Danielle Butterworth and Kelly Dyke and who, who literally ran Who literally ran out of the Zoom shot when you announced that those masks came I, from China. I noticed that, she kind of disappeared on me. She's gonna get online and change her name and then she's going to go get some hair color at the uh, at the Dollar General, and you better hurry because they close at nine uh, <laughs> to change her change her appearance so people don't hunt her down and burn her at the stake. Hey, because that was uh, an American company. Oh, they're probably an American company, but you know, the uniforms are made out of the country and. Well, you didn't ask, speaking of uniforms, Doug, because the, the question was raised about the whole Belfont topic. What do you What do you have in athletic uniforms? If you bought brand new ones, all brand oh, new ones this year. Oh, my God. If you had to buy all new ones, you're talking a, a couple hundred thousand dollars maybe? I mean, because you're talking junior high and senior high. And, you know, if you're literally trying to get all new uniforms – well, yep. you have to, right? If they say Red Raiders, then they need to burn in hell. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, now would, Bel would Belfont come up with some sort of solution like they do with the losing team Super Bowl jersey you know, shirts and they ship them to Africa for other people to wear? I don't like, would that be appropriate? No, it wouldn't be appropriate because then there's the, you're just you're just uh, contributing to the offensiveness and some it's just it's not the NIMBYs. Not in my backyard, you know, that's all it would be. Everybody, while you're listening to this portion of the show, just know that it was so important. Doug Dyke had to take a phone call during the podcast. It must be very important because he's leaving the shot. Quick, mute him. Let him mute just him. To, just when you throw him a big-time question, unless he's calling your Uncle Matt there, Ryan, and asking what what the cost would be by <laughs> breakdown. Maybe and he Matt, is. That's probably what he's doing. Like, hey. And, <laughs> like at nine o'clock, nine o'clock on Thursday. Hey, Matt, I'm sure you're not doing anything. Uh, answer this question. Hey, Matt, I'm doing a podcast and I, I don't know the answer to this question. So if I got all new uniforms for everything and Matt is online, either looking at a sports car <laughs> or booking a trip around the world in a private <laughs> yacht. Like, oh, yeah, Doug, that'd be great. I think you should they're, buy all new stuff. Too, aren't they? They're Nike. I mean, high schools aren't like – 
I know it's not just like it's one not brand. I think but, I think Belfont's Adidas, maybe. No, 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 I think it. I think they're probably Nike, if I had to guess. Well, uh, we let's stop the podcast for a second. Turn around and look at your hoofy son walking through the, your, the, your background. Brett, look over your shoulder. Look at that hat. There you go. That a boy. That's the kind of. He was catching tonight. That's the kind of thing I I would expect from like a dyke. I wouldn't expect that from a Butterworth. You fix that hat, boy, and and keep that brim bent. That's uh, it's a little bit bent, not like mine. It's not, it's not the way. It's not the way that I was taught how to break in a hat. Your son wears his hat backwards more than I do. Not on camera. That's true. I I mean I wear my hat backwards. It's a good look. By the way, I've been I've been inundated with people asking when we're going live with Zoom. Drew, we're going Zoom live right from uh, Doc Edders Field, 314 feet from home. Uh, no, no, no. I, so I mean, I'll do it, but oh my gosh, it's not even going to hit the infield. I can tell you that right now. Well, here's the best part of pink tie. Um, it was you can orange, do that. You can fine. do that, and then we'll have your sister's bachelorette party. I thought you were going to say she could throw next, and she probably would out-throw me. No, no, but I, I got a friend request today from your future brother. So I'm looking forward to creating a Facebook relationship with him just to let him vent to me about your family and all its problems. That's what, that's what I text him about most of the time. <laughs> most of the time I text him, he says, hey, can I come up and have a cigar and drink some scotch? And I'm like, yeah, sure, come on up. Well, let's get to the main the main function of the night. Uh, so Tuesday night, I had to go to the uh, money pit. Um, I I think I've talked about the water situation over there. So a uh, friend of I've become friends with a guy who's who who drills wells, and uh, my realtor suggested that it, before we invest twenty thousand dollars in a brand new well, um, we add an extra storage tank in the basement for water, which they call a water buffalo. And uh, so this gentleman agreed to meet me on Wednesday morning at, at a time when I don't normally get out of bed. So I drove over Tuesday night and I'm looking forward to enjoying the air conditioned comfort of the living room. And I go to turn on the TV and within five minutes, I'm already on the phone to my son asking what is wrong with the television what did you do to it while you were having your last drunken blowout party here because all of the channels that i wanted to watch that had good shows on could not get for starters let me just say i haven't been there in like two months you've been there three times i don't watch tv when i go <laughs> okay and apparently i'm the only one in the family that can turn on that TV and actually get it to work because last night my sister also called me and said, Hey, how do you get the TV to work? Well, let, let's go back to where I was in the story. Now, some of the channels worked like if I wanted to buy time life music's love songs of the sixties or time life's amazing hits from the seventies featuring Donny Osmond in their infomercial, or if I wanted to buy some sort of cooking device from Emeril Lagasse or the guy with the douchebag goatee that wants to be a swashbuckling pirate. Hey, all those, you? I got all those channels worked. Well, who's this guy? He he has like the same kind of range that Emerald does, but it, it looks 
much more like a GE toaster oven from the 1970s, but it uses radiant heat. You're not talking about Guy Fieri. No, it's not Guy. No, it's not Guy Fieri. No, no, this is Fieri. <laughs> COVID. No, this is this is some idiot, and he has like a swashbuckling uh, goatee, and he has really long hair. You know who he looks like? He looks like the English teacher in the Blind Side that was picking on Michael Orr. Okay, I know. Who you know you what mean. I mean? I know. Drew, mean. Drew probably has a picture of what I'm trying to say. You know who I mean? True. Yeah, the English teacher from the blind side. Yeah, thanks for thanks for jumping in there. So, um, so I'm going. I'm trying to get on Comedy Central. I'm trying to get on USA Network. I even went so far as to lower myself to try and watch Crybaby Don Lemon on CNN. Nothing's working. So I do what the TV tells me to do. Unplug it. Wait five seconds and plug it back in. Then it tries to reboot. Nothing. So I decide to call Dish Network. And after I go through the automated, hit this number, hit that number, hit this number, hit that number, hit this number, and I'm next in line to talk to somebody from wherever they're sitting, they inform me that my wait time will be 25 minutes. So I'm hot, I'm sweaty, I'm depressed because I'm missing every show that I want to watch. Fortunately, there were two back-to-back -back family guys on FX, but then they put Bob's Burgers on. I mean, what the hell? I mean, that show's not funny. So the guy, once I get the guy on, now, remember, 25 minutes. And then this douchebag says to me, and his name's Joe, so if you're listening, Joe, yeah, I'm called you out, and I, 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 I mother effed you during the, the customer service survey about you. Um, he goes, uh, have you tried unplugging it? And I went, yeah, I did that before I called you. And he goes, well, try it again. And I said, um, when I deal with the devil at, at home with my cable, and I mean Comcast, and we'll get to those sons of bitches in a second. Um, we, they can tell you, like, they just, after they give you the whole pull out the back, plug it back in thing, they'll send it, they'll zap your, your TV. And the guy goes, oh, yeah, I can do that. So I unplug it. And I plug it back in. And I said, okay, are you going to send a zap? And he goes, I already did. Nothing happened. And the, and the guy has the nerve to say to me, well, I can get a guy out there. And I went, well, I don't live there. I said, this is a weekend retreat. And he goes, well, we can schedule an appointment. I said, I live an hour away. And they go, well, sorry. So I wait till the morning and I think maybe, maybe things will get better if I wait till the morning. Now, 8.30 in the morning, I could get the local channels, thank God. So I got the weather. And of course, they're going to tell me that it's going to be 91 degrees. And then, I'm oh, by the way. I'm going to stop you right there. I'm going to stop you right there. Go because ahead. It is the 21st century. What in the hell are you turning on the local news to check the weather for when you have an iPhone in your pocket? Because... I was bored listening to my phone all night because I didn't have any TV shows to watch. And then th that's another point uh, because I feel like, so my parents have Dish or Direct or one of those, and it's nothing but trouble. Like I hear them just constantly saying, oh, it's just nothing but trouble. It's nothing but trouble. Like in a bad snowstorm, like 
you lose TV and what else you're supposed to do in a bad snowstorm. Why don't you have an Apple TV, a little box you plug in your TV, and then you don't need it at all because then you just hit screen share on your iPhone and whatever's on your phone. If you want to play Flappy Ducks or whatever that stupid game was, you're playing it on TV instead of your phone. It's the best Drew, box I've ever Drew, seen. You to, Drew, you want to back up your old man on, on why we're trapped over there with this dish network? I mean, going off of what Brett said, it's because the older generation refuses to learn how to use technology, my father included, so that's why he always has to call me. Um, I, I wish they would do that because it would make life a lot easier. We don't have internet over there. You have a phone. Your phone is the internet. But it's on LTE. It's not on Wi-Fi. No, LTE is faster than most Wi-Fis. So, Drew, you're you're telling me that we could watch your YouTube TV over there? Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Would we have to get rid of the big the big beast Mitsubishi TV? No. Oh, that thing will be a pain to move out. It's honestly, it's not as heavy as you think. Oh my god, really? Yeah, I mean, I lift. Hey, hey, I'm sorry, but you might need an HDMI cord. Yeah, that's really it. Yeah, does I that think, does I that think, TV have an HDMI cord? Yeah, because the dish is already plugged into that. And do you know? Speaking of Mitsubishi, I mean, you do know that they built the planes that bombed Pearl Harbor, and you know why? I don't know why you would buy anything with that name on it. I, I bought a house. It was free. I bought a house, and they left the TV there because they're old and they couldn't move it themselves. I'd light it on fire. So back to me bitching about Dish Network. Um, so I call in the morning, and the guy goes, "Oh yeah, I have your notes right here." Like so, apparently I made such a an impression with uh, Douchebag Joe from the night before that uh, you might want to unmute yourself, Doug. Um, so he goes, "Well." And I said, I don't live there. And he goes, he goes, well, I have a great idea. He goes, wait, he goes, can you give me your address? And I went, you don't have my address in front of you on the screen. And he goes, I want you to, you know, tell me what it is. That way I know I'm at the right place. Like why in the world would I make this stuff up about not getting the TV when the whole thing they say is they can bring a technician out. So they finally agree that since I've complained so much, there just happened to be a guy in the area that could come at between 12 and 2 to come work on the dish. Literally have to get on a roof and fix the dish. And I went, that'd be great. Like, okay, my day's starting off great now. Uh, we're working on the water buffalo. The TV's going to get fixed. I got somebody coming over to give me a checklist of things I need to do to get it ready for uh, the little business uh, opportunity. Uh, yeah, that's right. I'm going to run a, a casino out of the basement, um, like in house. So um, everything's going great. And then, I'm going know, and, and of course, they, they tell me that my guy will be there at 1230. The, the famous 855 number tells me they'll be there at 130. Well, he, he, he didn't get there till a quarter of, of uh, two. And it so was raining. Late. So, yeah, it was late, which, you know that upset me and I was hot and I was smelly and uh and then it starts raining like when he gets there and I'm thinking oh great here comes a thunderstorm and he's not gonna be able to get up on a roof literally you know what he did 
he goes up, he plugs the whatever they have into it, and he goes, "Yeah, your your uh, satellite 119 isn't working." And I went, "Yeah, I know. The TV told me that." And now I'm getting really upset. He literally took it. Okay, everybody watching me. He did this with it. He turned it to the. He turned it six inches to the left. And he goes, "Yeah, those leaves back there were blocking your view." Well, the leaves are out now. It's they, summer. They, but they were out three weeks ago, and it worked for Drew and Ryan. Or maybe they don't watch TV over there. They just leave a lot of fire starters with cardboard. Um, I don't know if you heard me before. I haven't been there in two months. That's a lie from the pit of hell. You guys were there like two weeks ago. No, I was not. You were. You, were, you went like right before you went back to work. You went over for a weekend. Yeah, with my friends, which was two months ago. I've never been invited. Me neither. I, I haven't either. I just pay for it. But we've worked. We've had dish for 20 years, and Kelly calls him up, and next thing she comes downstairs, okay, here's what we're getting, six months, half price. Da, 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 da. She, she should have just called her. She would have worked it out for you. Well, now that I know that, maybe, maybe I'll invite her over, and she can fight with uh, customer service. Because after that – after dealing with Dish Network and Comcast, I don't know which one has the worst customer service. Here's a quick Dish story. So Pudge has been with them, my cousin Pudge, since they weren't called Dish Network. And I'm telling him about all the stuff we have. And he, he's he got, like, I think he at the time had the most basic, like, Dish thing you could ever have because he just didn't know to call and pretty much say, hey, I think I'm switching. I mean, and then next thing you know, they're offering this and offering that. So Kelly's actually been in Texas and called for a friend who had direct TV and acted like she was that woman and got them to do a bunch of stuff too. So what you're saying on our podcast is that your wife has committed uh, fraud by electronics. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying well, she called and helped a friend. Ryan, Ryan when, you're, when your mom goes to prison, uh, will you go visit her? Yeah. And and will you expect Brett to tell you all sorts of stories about who she's rooming with? Because he already is picturing Orange is the New Black, uh, <laughs> the, the TV show. Uh, I watched the first two seasons. I hope she's with Piper. <laughs> <laughs> who, else, who else do you deal with on a regular basis that their customer service is just that sucky? Uh, Zito Media is not great. Um, that's who I have. Zito, yeah, Zito Media. Uh, they're not great. Um, it's got. It was a lot better though than uh, the last people. The, the Zito bought the last people out. What was that? Telemedia. They were terrible. Uh, so Zito is better than Telemedia. Um, but then, like my, I tried to pull a fast one, and it came back to haunt me like five or six years later with Verizon. Um, I left Verizon when my, my wife and I, when we got married, because then we were just going to have a, a joint cell phone account and my contract was expiring and I told him I wasn't renewing it. And I thought to hell with them, I'm not paying the last bill. They can take that last bill and they can shove it and go ahead, turn the phone off. I don't care. Um, then I went to buy our second home. And I couldn't buy it until I paid my $130 for oh, 
See, I see. I was talking to people about this earlier today, and they went, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Is Verizon on your list? Because they're the worst." Yeah, but I've I've not had to deal with their customer service in a long time. But yeah, they would not let me buy a house until I paid that hundred and thirty dollar final cell phone bill that was from five years ago. I had a huge issue. They I had a huge issue with Verizon um, when my when my dad passed away, and we had to shut everything down. You know, and where he lived, uh, there. They he had a he had a landline because you know my father believed in landlines, um, and they wouldn't believe me that I was canceling service because somebody died. <laughs> Sorry, that's not. <laughs> did they? Did they request not a, like not a joke? They 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 were asking for a death certificate, and I and I explained to them in very simple language, and I'll see if I can put it in in terms you'll understand. You have the horn out? Uh, well, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it properly so that it's not, it's going to be filthy, but it'll be filthy in an intelligent way. So I referred to this person on the phone as, as somebody who would like to have intercourse with the lady who's already given birth to a child. I got that one. Okay, go ahead. And I said, uh, if you want me to find out where you are, I will bring you the death certificate, but you being the male offspring of a female dog, doubting my father who has passed away, you can do some serious yoga and do some inserting. How was that? I think I got the, I got the gist of it. Yeah, me yeah. too. Okay. Me so, too. At that point, they went, well, you still owe for 30, you owe $36 for the bill. And I went, I'll put it on my Discover card then, you. And then I said, I said, and then I used the 12, it's 12 letters. If you would play, if you play Scrabble and you got a triple word score, you'd win the game. Okay. 12 so, letters. Huh? Starts with an M, ends with an R. Okay. Yeah. Mother? We're back. To, we're back to. We're back to a man who wants to engage in in a sexual act with a a, a woman who's given birth. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's where we were with that. That was that was one of the worst experiences ever. But for them to question why. Yeah. That. Like who? Like who? How dare you, sir? Quit having service in your father's name. If well, you had, uh, he's not using the phone anymore. And, I mean, I don't, I don't want to bring up or make any further light of your father's death, Steve. But did he get a twelve hundred dollars stimulus check from the government? He, he has not. Although, uh, amazingly enough, um, I, I saw an uh, email that went out today from one of my friends in the state house. People are actually getting unemployment checks that never filed for unemployment. Jeez. Don't worry, it's going away. And it's and it's a huge scam. But if you sign that check, you're just as guilty as the people who sent the checks out. Yeah. If 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 everybody who did all these things in criminal activity and used their power for good, think how much more advanced our civilization would be. Yeah. I mean, you got to spend a lot of time working on coming up with something. The sad thing is there's so many people that are, have nothing but time on their hands. 
that they do come up with this stuff. I, the, the best thing I've come up with so far is, is this podcast. I mean, I, I'd like to come up with an invention that I could sell off quick, but I, I don't, I don't, I don't got it. I, there's nothing. It's, we either get picked up by somebody big and make big money or we just continue to fight amongst ourselves. And I look at Ryan talking over Drew's shoulder. You know. Um, well, there's all kinds. Of, yeah, I mean, if the federal government's involved, it's likely um, fraud, waste, and abuse. Drew, we're at the 43-minute mark. Should I take our break? Dang it! Yeah, go ahead and take a break. I don't. I don't. Oh wait, it's over here. Hold on. Hold on. Time for our break, everybody, and. Uh, our sponsors are, of course, Center Boot Company and Redneck Blinds, Bill Thomas, Redneck Hunting Blinds, 109 Shagbark Lane, Belfont, Pennsylvania, 16823. Call Bill. Why not buy Dad a hunting blind for Father's Day? Your, your dad doesn't want a hunting blind, Drew, in case you're wondering. Uh, Redfarkle at Verizon.net. Give them a call at 814-883-4426. And here's a message from our friend Ann Fisher at Center Boot Company. If you work on your feet all day, a good pair of boots can make a big difference. Hi, this is Ann from Center Boot Company in Belfont. As our economy gets going again, we're excited to be open regular business hours Monday through Friday, 10 to 7, and Saturday, 9 to 3. We carry a great selection of American-made work and Western boots. We also carry hikers, mocks, and more from all the brands you know and love. Stop by and see us located in front of the Match Factory and check out our new online store at centerbootco.com. Thanks, Ann. So, uh, you know, I started thinking about this, all these people that talk about how nice they are and how friendly they are. Who do you think the biggest fake, who the biggest phony is as a celebrity from people that are on TV? Um, probably John Krasinski. Well, yes, because he, he did something for good and then he profited from it. That's what we need. We need, we need the Krasinski to find a way for someone to pick up buy the uh, buy cut the bs and then we can just live on on the money steve carell i mean he's up there lately he's fallen off of my uh my good boy list um i don't know the uh, probably just about everybody that's what's sad is if if um if you really get down to brass tacks and look into what all of these folks support um a lot of the folks in middle America, you know, inside the coastlines would not like these folks or would not agree with them. See, I think, I think Ellen DeGeneres is, is as fake as they come. You think? Well, it's been, it's been amazing since the pandemic started. There are so many stories about other celebrities who complain about how mean she is to them when they're not on camera. I, um, wait, what was it? What was the question? Who, which celebrities are, are the most fake? Yeah. I, John Krasinski's a fake. He's a, he's a prick. He's a dirty prick who started something good for free and then made money off of it and walked away from it. He's a no good lying, dirty, selfish prick. He's got plenty of money, had plenty of money, no way needed to, to, uh, profit off of that little nice little podcast he was doing. 
uh, podcast or blog or vlog or whatever you want to call it. But no, he sold out because he's a he's I think he's a piece of shit. So is Steve Carell. So is all of these people that are sitting high in their Hollywood mansions that are just throwing hundreds and millions of dollars out. So their precious little uh, piece of paradise in Beverly Hills doesn't get looted and rioted. Guess what? They don't give a shit about you. They're coming for you. They're coming. Okay. Doug, who do you think is the biggest fake on TV? I think what you said about Alan, though, just because I used to even like watching some of those shows when she would do, you know, nice things for people. And then you find out that she's just a nasty person, treats her staff like crap. So what's the story? I've never heard those horror stories for that. I know that I know they exist. I know there's a lot of people out there like that who put on a good face and then behind the scenes, they, they do treat all of their staff like just pure shit. Uh, but I'd, I'd never heard that about Ellen. I've never searched it out, though, either. Yeah, yeah he's uh, right. It's, like, new. Like, I haven't heard that. Yeah, you Dakota, got to Sorry. Sorry, Dakota, Steve. Dakota Johnson uh, went into great detail. They actually got in a fight on the air about Ellen crying the blues because she wasn't invited to uh, Dakota Johnson's birthday party. That's that's the woman from uh, Seven Shade, Fifty Shades of Grey. Okay. And... And so Ellen says that to her, and Dakota Johnson goes, that's not true. I, I invited you, and your producer said you couldn't make it. Dead silence. It was awesome. The awkwardness was great. Yeah, sort, of like the, sort of like the awkward silence from you two in the corner tonight. We're just listening to you guys ramble on. Because people are so fake, do you ever get nervous about meeting your heroes? I don't know who I would call a hero and I don't know if I'd get nervous meeting them. I'm kind of a extrovert. So that doesn't really, I don't, I don't get like starstruck. I've been around. Let's have, let's have Ryan tell a story about his meeting Garth Brooks. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I was, uh, I was pretty nervous for that one. Uh, Drew actually met him first though. And, Drew, as a good friend, offered for me to go over and help Garth, but I was, I was like, no, nah, no, nah, go ahead, dude, you can take this one, you know. And then later he came over and shook our hands, almost broke our hands. He's got a hell of a grip. Um, but yeah, that was really cool. I was nervous, but he's a nice guy, so it all worked out. Drew hates Garth Why would you, you let Drew take your spot on that? Drew hates Garth Brooks. It wasn't like – we. so what happened was we were helping with his charity because every concert stop that he goes to in each city, his charity puts on a clinic for uh, kids. And he showed up when they were ending a drill. It was a floor hockey clinic uh, at Pagula. And Drew was on that side of the rink helping him clean up. And Drew's like, hey, do you want to switch me sides? I'm like, no, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. I'll just stay over here. So that's, that's how it went. Well, first of all, I got them the gig because I'm a nice guy. And the text we get is, oh, my God, I just met Garth Brooks. <laughs> my pants. It was cool. It, it was cool. <laughs> now, now, Ryan, do you think his grip is so strong because he's been married to Trisha Yearwood and that's his really only outsource for uh, he needs that grip? Um, no, I think his grip's that strong because he plays the guitar every day for long periods of time. No, he itself admits that he doesn't – and I like Garth Brooks. At concerts, yes, but, I mean, like, he he puts on just shows where it's literally just him, so he's obviously playing the guitar there. 
Yeah, like three songs out of that whole concert where he gives. No, the- no, no, I'm not saying his concerts. Like, I'm just saying if you go and watch, like, especially these past couple months with COVID, like, it's just him and a guitar, and he's pretty good. Oh, I yeah, I hope. I mean, he's a billionaire from it. I- <laughs> yeah, he, you know. Has he? Has he brought back any of the Chris Gaines material, thinking maybe after all this time and the pandemic, it, it'll work out this time for him? <laughs> no, he's not bringing that back from what I've heard. But, I, you know, I'll be honest with you. There's actually a couple songs I don't mind from Chris Gaines. You know, if, well, I hard- could, if I could just jump in real quick, going back to your fake celebrity, I'd say Garth Brooks is, Bar- Garth Brooks is one of those fake celebrities. Winner, winner, chicken dinner from the junior there. That's right. No, I was going to pounce, but no, the boy no. just swooped right in and took care of that. So you think he's a fake? Absolutely. Yeah. He's How? Just- Why? What's your, what's your reasoning to think he's a fake? I'd love to well, hear it. Mar- he has a marketing degree from Oklahoma State, and he takes off that hat and looks, oh, shucks all the time. And, you know, it just screams bullshit every it time. Works, he opens no. He's a damn billionaire. It works. And, and you know what? Have you, ever heard, people... have you ever heard anyone talk bad about him? Us? Yes, we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You two who don't know anything, but besides by, that. By the way, tune in on Monday night when you listen to this show and you'll hear us bad mouth him even more. You? Yeah, I, I haven't liked him ever since. Ever since he became the best country music artist, you don't like him because you don't like Tiger Woods because he's the best golfer. You don't no. like Barry Bonds because he has the most home runs. No, no, like I don't. Brady, I, I won the most Super Bowls. Yeah, exactly. You just don't like winners. It's not even. Listen, okay, I'm not. I'm not ready to die on the hill of Garth Brooks. Okay, good. He has sold more albums than any other person I, in I, the world. Have we checked Slim Whitman's sales lately? Because, you know, he used to outsell the Beatles in, in Great Britain every year. So you might want to eat those words, Brett. And if, I didn't, like, if, if I didn't like winners, none of you would be on the podcast because you're all winners in my book. Especially you, Ryan. Thanks, Alan. That was, that was, yeah. <laughs> hey, while, we're, while we got them into this, let's bring up the, if you would, the uh, picture thing, please. <laughs> Well, you, you brought it up. Why don't you start it then, Doug? Well, I actually thought it was funny, but you put it on there. Cause, so at the family wedding this past weekend, Drew and Ryan took a picture. and they well, are, I think somebody took the picture of them. Well, they had a picture taken of them, yes. And they took a uh, – from the uh, – what's the movie called, you guys? Someone look at his. Someone look at his. Someone look at his face. Is he having a stroke? Yeah, I think I am. This, this yeah. would be a great podcast if you stroked out, Doug. We finished the show though for you. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Call nine one one. What what platform are we talking about? Because I have yet to see this photo. The one. The one you're not on Facebook. On Instagram. No, it was on Instagram, and the quote was from Wedding Crashers. Thank you, Wedding Crashers. Sorry. Uh-oh. The quote was Seamus O'Toole, Bobby O'Shea. I'm ready to get drunk. Because that's two of their fake personalities that they go to a wedding to crash. Okay, so on genius, I thought it was a genius caption. So, so on Instagram, that made a lot of sense. Now let's move over to Facebook, Ryan. And okay. your profile picture now is the two of you with no explanation, just you in a pink tie and Drew in a yellow tie. It, it was orange. It's not I'm looking at the post. I'm looking it up right now. So I'll call it a um, 
I'm not going orange. I'm going to say salmon. Salmon color. Okay. Maybe a peach. Maybe a peach. Yeah. Okay. It matched the shirt perfectly. I don't. Hey, know. I'm not saying you. I'm not saying you didn't look great. I told you that when you were here. Thought you, you looked great. You did. Drew, you we're very appropriate for a spring wedding. What, Brett? Where's your coat at, you hump? <laughs> yeah, you do realize it was like 90 degrees that day, and yeah, everyone that sweat up with a sport coat. I was. Everyone good. was telling was him good. to take it off. By nine o'clock, everyone's like, "Thank God you finally took it off." It wasn't hot. Like I wasn't sweat. I lived in Florida for four months. I'm used to hot. Oh my even. God! Here we go. I lived in Florida <laughs> for four months. Did you I'm register to hot. vote there? That wasn't anything. That was nothing. You moved the registration to your car to Florida at least. Good God! I will. I will because I have- you don't have to get state inspection there. Hey, I do have to say something too about the wedding reception. Drew makes damn good pizza rolls. I mean, they're, pepper, they're pepperoni rolls. Explain to pepper, Drew what they really pepper, are. Pepperoni rolls. Definitely want some of those for Reagan Dyke's wedding reception, Drew Bear. Well, that wedding's never going to happen, so I, I wouldn't hold your breath. May fit or May fifteenth. That's this week. That's not the, you said May. That's the wedding. That's not the reception. Oh, they're going to have the, they're gonna have the reception on a different day. I guess. I don't know. He knows more about this than I do. I know I'm not going to be able to do the prom chaperone for the first time in 20-some years. That I'm the school probably sponsored. busy that weekend, Doug. What's that, buddy? I'm probably busy that weekend. Now, Drew, have you been You're asked? Such a great wife, Brett. As we, as we veer away and come back like we always do, uh, Drew, are you going to perform the ceremony for uh, Reagan and, uh, and her betrothed? Um, I was not asked to yet. I am performing my first one here late July and then another one in August. So whose weddings are you doing? Are you allowed to say? No, uh, I'm not allowed to say. Well, you can, but he'll try and get an invite. He'll be your driver. No, 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 no. Yeah. Cause the follow up, the follow up question is where's the reception and then what are they serving? He can't, he can't go to the one, the wedding. I already know the date. No, he'll, he'll go, he'll go open, bar, open bar. I'll be there. I sure. wouldn't do that. I it's would. one Sharice's. Yeah, one Sharice's. That's the okay. later one. No, I wouldn't go. I would not crash. I think wedding crashing is dumb. I hate weddings, so I would never do that. The movie's stupid. I hate the movie. I hate weddings. Oh, okay. Don't even go there. That movie is a classic, dude. And I'm a reverend. I'm a reverend. I've done weddings. I have married oh, That's right. Yes, yes. That's I've right. married people, too, too, in my lifetime. And I, I, don't, I don't think there'll be a third. Sorry. I think nope. actually nobody, nobody got that joke. Okay, yeah, I, right. I know what you were talking yeah. about, Steve. Thank you. <laughs> and in, I didn't do a, I didn't do a testicle joke yet. I only did a marriage joke so far tonight. I'm just saying. We haven't talked so, about balls. Holy cow, we haven't. Let's talk about balls a minute. Well, no, we already found out how much uniforms would be. Imagine if they got monogram balls for Belfont that just said Raiders on them or brown trout. Ooh, I'm just saying. So Drew, uh, Drew has a bad knee, and he's officially now a member of the Millers because his grandfather and um, his grandfather's other son have had a bad knee in the past. And now Drew has had to uh, go get his checked out. Why don't you tell us what your experience was like, son? Uh, the check-in people were rude. The um, x-ray technician guy was rude. The woman that walked me back to my room was very nice and good looking, and I was kind of hoping it 
like some movies I've watched over the years. Um, <laughs> if you'd get a vasectomy, she would have played with it. I guarantee it. Probably. Which you know, that's, a, that's a great, you know, that's a great uh, scenario though for one of those movies during the pandemic. Dun dun dun. And it could be an all latex kind of movie. It, it would be a, it would be a fetish kind of thing. Just okay. Sorry. Well, your story. I wouldn't watch a I wouldn't watch a porno film that was of a guy getting his vasectomy. Um, I wish that wasn't I, what I was talking about. We're oh, talking about Drew's knee. Ah, the knee. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, hey, I. Tell uh, what, Doug? What was the diagnosis? Nothing really. I mean, you can hear it when I'm like, I bend my knee. It sounds like two my two bones are rubbing together or um, cracking. It just sounds gross. So, like, I've never hurt my knee before. I didn't know what it was doing. So, I just figured I'd go get it checked out to see what they said. But nothing really the matter, or there's nothing really wrong with it. But who knows? What what are you going to do as a follow-up, Drew? They told me to do um, take anti-inflammatories for the next five to seven days and see if that helps out, which it probably won't. But then they said maybe do PT, but... I probably won't do that either. No, nah, that's bullshit. Um, I screwed my knee up too at a on a water slide in Billings, Montana, um, and it's just never been the same since. But I haven't gone and had it looked at because I'm deathly afraid to get any knee surgery. But I I have to carry a cinder block out now for little league practice when I'm playing catcher. You know, when I'm warming pitchers up, I can't I can't kneel down. I can't. I got to take a cinder block out, park my fat ass behind the home plate and have a cinder block because I can't get back up. Like why don't you use a five why don't you use a five gallon bucket? It's lighter and it's more comfortable. Yeah, because then I'm sitting too high. Oh. Okay. You know, one I, time and one time uh, I hurt my knee and Doug witnessed this uh, at a little league all star practice one night. I was uh, I was trying to jump a fence. Uh, yeah. Sorry. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, Caught, caught my foot on the outside. I was trying to jump into the field, and I caught one of my. I caught my left foot in the uh, holes of the fence and went over the fence. And uh, not all of my body came over at the same time, and it was a little bit uh, ouchy. And I believe someone commented to you, Doug. Oh, he's really hurt, but he's not going to let on, right? Isn't that what was said? Yeah, who did say that? Was it John or was it or was it Larry? It might have been Larry. Because they they all everybody thought it was hysterical that I just tried to do that and I was so out of shape that I couldn't even clear a a little league fence just by vaulting over it. <laughs> and and Drew, what knees hurt on you? My right one. Oh, this is my left one. So clearly, I'm adopted because everybody else in the Miller family has that. Uh, Drew wants to get more tattoos. Uh, anybody want to go with them? No, no, not. There is nothing ever I would put on my body forever. Nothing. Not you a know, cut, not a cut the BS logo. Nope. There's so beautiful women going around, and then they turn and they have this like huge thing down their arm, and you're like, why? Tattoo on the lower back. Might as well be, be a bullseye. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, I don't find it. I'm, I'm not, it's just not my thing. I, I have, uh, I don't know. Like I have, 
I've been married for a long time, so I won't say I have commitment issues, but I kind of have some commitment issues about putting something on my body forever. What about just, like Nolan in Nash's name or something? No, I yell that every five minutes. I don't need a tattooed on me. You uh, have we we're we're a we're an hour and three minutes into the show. You haven't yelled at either of your boys in the last hour. I muted and yelled. Yes, I did. And I also I feel, like, I feel like it's a generational thing. Like us younger generations, that's the way it's going. Like I'm the only one in my friend group that doesn't have a tattoo. And why don't you, nerd? I, well, I'm getting, I'm going to get one. I just haven't got one yet. What What are you going to get? Are you going to get the Florida State Seminole logo? <laughs> no. Or Or you get the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, uh, or Albert Pujols, what is it going to be? Yeah, I'm going to get actually the Cathedral of Learning just up my whole back. I'm glad you set up your back because I was going to go somewhere else with that. <laughs> <laughs> why, why wouldn't you get a big GB on your shoulder? like? Yeah, that? that's what I should do. With a hat. The cowboy hat on it. Yeah. Or no, no. Have it, just have it down over the, over the G and the B like the way he covers his – his heart with his hat to thank his fans. He's a Southern or, gentleman. A Southern gentleman. Yeah. Okay. I can't wait till Ryan has to tell his grandmother that he. Yeah, I just. Maybe, I don't think I'll tell her. I think I'll just let her. She'll see it one day. And. We'll where are you gonna that. get it? I'm not sure yet. On, will it be on the inside of your thigh? <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry, that's like I, I don't. Steven. I see yours, <laughs> Drew patience like what what does that represent you have patience on your arm right there i think but tonight it's this show you don't yeah. have, you lack that a lot so you put it in a place where you can't see it like if you put it on the uh back of your hand and you look down and say oh okay i need to be patient here but it's like on the weird underside of your arm and uh i think that's what it says my eyes i can't see so good but I can't uh, – I think it's patience, right? Can you read it now? Yeah, I was waiting for that to come. I knew that was coming too. Yeah. No, I mean, the story it, behind that – everyone's wondering, Drew flipped Brett off. <laughs> now back to our show. The story behind that one was I used to be way overweight, and I told myself, like, once I started working out that it's not going to happen overnight. I just have to be patient with it. And I didn't have any tattoos yet. And I told myself, if I get down to my goal weight, then I can get my first tattoo. Well, I finally did. And then I decided to just get something simple and get patient. So I'm just, I'm just, I'm going to spoil this for you because this is probably how it's going to go. And about, I'll be conservative in 10 years. You're going to be fat again. <laughs> Is that because you were looking at me when you said that? No, no, no. When Nash was born, I weighed 186 pounds. I tipped the scales in January at like 234. Um, so in seven years, I gained 50 pounds. So um, you went from being a, 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 a safety to playing linebacker. Okay, what's the big deal? Yeah, well, I mean, then I, I just I went on this pretty brutal fasting diet and I lost like 30 pounds in a month and a half. And now I'm just kind of rolling with it. I'm happy where I'm at. I'm okay. My wife loves me. She likes that my little belly, she pets it every night. You know, she's like, I love your little belly. Don't. Well, I, 
not to stick up for my son, but I will because he, he comes home with all these weights, which he works at a gym and yet he buys more equipment to work. He works out before he goes to work and he can work out when he goes to work, but he doesn't. He works out at home, which makes me feel even fatter, quite frankly, as a, as a person to hear him outside my, my bedroom lifting these 35 pound uh, dumbbells. That's what they are, right? Dumbbells. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and I think, I, I hope he doesn't need me to help him move those because it'll hurt my back. I'm glad you're in shape. I wish now, I wish I was your basketball coach now and then I wouldn't have to see you throw up. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> Where are you going on vacation, Doug? And when are you going? Going, what, the last week of July to Ocean Isle. Like Ooh, we- I guess I'll have to keep my calendar open. Danielle, can we go to Ocean Isle the last week of July instead of the first week? Why yeah, do you have to ask for week, I thought you were a man, I think you're a man Brett. Why are you asking permission? Why do you just tell your woman when you're going? Oh, that's good. I don't. I, I could, I guess. I could just say I'm not going at all, which is what I'd like to do. But we went down and happened to be in Ocean Isle with the Dykes last year and spent some uh, quality time with them. And I saw Kelly in her bathing suit and Let's hear, let's hear about the home run ball I didn't catch for your sons. And Ryan Dyke, uh, he bitched out of catching a home oh, run. Oh, stop it. It smacked right off my face. It almost broke one of my fingers. You could have just squeezed it. <laughs> and you saw how quick that thing was coming in. Was this at the Myrtle Beach Pelicans game? Yes. Yes. Yeah. We were sitting out in left field. It was dollar beer night. I had a couple – I'd spent a couple bucks, and this. <laughs> oh, you're a dyke. That would mean you bought two. Okay. This home run is coming right at us, and at first I'm like, "Oh, uh, it's not. It's not gonna get." And it was coming right at us, and it was just out of my reach. I reached up, and it hit my my middle finger and my ring finger, and I I thought it broke one of them, and I didn't. And get the the ball. guy, the guy that was right behind us, is like, he gave the ball to Nash because, and he said like, "I'm sorry that your uh, your buddy there beside you is too big of a bitch to catch the." Here you go. And- <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, which part of catching and going with the energy and pulling it in instead of trying to be stiff and catch it? Beer in my other hand. Ah, there you (laughs) go. I would have bought you a new. I would have spent a buck and bought you a beer, Ryan, if you caught that home run. I'll tell you what. Look, Brad, I'd catch the ball, but I'd I'd lose a quarter's worth of beer on dollar beer, and I wouldn't expect you to do. We were at Comiskey Park, whatever it's really called for Cardinals White Sox game and we got there for batting practice and they were hitting bombs out to us. And I'll tell you what, this reached out with his ball glove and about tore his glove right off his hand. There's no way I'm going to try to catch one of those balls. Oh yeah. I mean, like that's the thing when we go out to watch the Yanks, that's kind of, we always, uh, we always try to get there extra early. So they, uh, um, there's one gate you can get in, and I, I'm a member of the fan club, so you can get in a little bit early to catch bat and practice. But the big, How much does that run you? Oh, it's 100 bucks a year. Um, but you get four free tickets. So it's, you save money. And plus they send you like a, a ball hat every year and a pair of sunglasses, and you know, they get a bunch of trinketry, and you get four free tickets to a Yankees game. So for 100 bucks, you're, you're making money. You're, you're losing money if you don't hey. buy Hey, Brett, speaking of free stuff, uh, uh, Drew asked me this the other night. Did you ever get those shoes? Nope. Nope. Didn't get those shoes, Ryan. That's something. I'll get them to you. Yet I was still voted off the island. Episode 12. 
You I'll live in Snowshoe. It's so far out of my way. Why don't you come to State College and get them? I've offered to come get them. I've all offered. Right. Well, all right. I've never been invited to your home. We'll come get them tomorrow. I'll be home after 2.30. Now, the, uh, your parents' uh, no. place or your brand new place? No, I'm at State College. At the, at the Swinger Zone at your new place in State College? Yeah, Kelly and Reagan have been there. I haven't been there yet. I don't think they like me. You think or do you know? Just be honest. I mean, you know, the dog are you, like me Sunday. Are you, in, are you in double secret probation with your wife and your daughter too? Yeah. I'm on double secret probation. The new superintendent's already busting my balls. It's like I must have a kick me sign on my back permanently. Well, you know what? We need to make sure he subscribes to the podcast and there won't be any <laughs> doubt. Yeah. You'll be out. He's a West Virginia, West Virginia fan. I might be. This might be above him a little bit. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff that you lose your pension over. <laughs> now, we've already had some fun. We were talking about Penn State trying to get in 60,000 people to a football game. And I said to uh, said to him, oh, that's just like spacing at a regular pit home game. You'll have a little pocket here, a little pocket there, you know. No, there's like 6,000 people at a pit game. Done. No, they get about 25 or 30. Well, uh, bullshit. They do not. I've, I've seen their games on TV. Like, you could sit anywhere you want to. They're not going to ever sell. It's almost 70. Yeah. Look, all, all I know is Drew got uh, – not Drew. Drew and I went with the Shawls and the Dykes once, and, and Doug got us great seats in a, in a section all by ourselves, and that's why we paid $55 a piece for the seats uh, when they played Southern Florida at, at uh, the Heinz Field. Remember that game? Yes, LaShawn McCoy, right? Was Shady? I, I just remember the buffalo chicken nachos. Isn't that what you remember, Drew? Yeah, I was just gonna say those buffalo chicken nachos were good. And that was because we were in a club. They don't give those out just to anyone. And our other buddy Tyler Shaw, he drank like five hot chocolates that day. Hey Ryan, before I forget, speaking of pit, guess who was fishing behind the Greens house a couple weeks ago? Jimmy Crack Corn. No, Andrew Junoko and his dad. Oh, really? oh, yeah. Like I said, Jimmy Crackhorn. See, we still love Andrew, even though he cost us the Big East Championship one year because he dropped a field what's the goal. Next li- what's the next line after Jimmy Crackhorn? And I don't care. There you go. So, uh, Drew has come up with a great game, but we do not have time to do it tonight. Uh, we're going to do that on the next episode. He's going to steer the ship. And uh, let's face it, the kid's batting 1,000 on the uh, sports bracket. But give everybody a hint, Drew, of what uh, what we're going to do. Or should I talk just a little bit more so you can swallow? Yeah, my right. God. Why doesn't he ever get scolded for this? Because he's my son and I love him. He's still chewing, though. I thought that would be oh enough. <laughs> he's going to say, what size bite did he's, he put in that mouth? Yeah, he's, chew it. Mm, how good is it? Tell us how good it is. Uh, so, so, Drew, explain. Just give a little taste of what the game's going to be. What we're going to talk about next time is what would be the worst buy one, get one free sale of all time. Mm, I saw that you put that on Twitter. I Yeah, he's been tweeting at that Robin Joe show or whatever nonstop. Like, yeah, like let's, people that listen to it are – Let's not it. bring it up, Ryan. I mean, <laughs> literally, I just scroll through Twitter. That's all I see is Drew tweeting at those guys. <laughs> yes, Drew has stolen my podcast. Stay tuned for that next week. No, no, the other thing that you talked about 
last night about if you change what? About so, movie titles and song titles? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a couple good ones, too, so you have to remind me for next week. Write them down. That way you're prepared. The, one, the next one's going to be, what movie completely changes its plot when you change one letter in its title? So that's, that's something that you know, you're going to experience in uh, Lucky Episode 13, the episode where we become famous and go viral. That's my prediction. Uh, so, 13 is very lucky for my wife and I. Um, I proposed to her on September the 13th. We got married on June the 13th. We met on February the 13th. And um, there's another 13, but I won't talk about it. When I was when I was in Little League, I wore 13 because that was the biggest jersey. <laughs> really, it wasn't like four because it was it went it started at two and went up to 13. That's 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 if you had a low number, you were a little kid. If you were if you were a 13, you were fatty. That's how I always feel bad for like the the bigger kids in in high school basketball. Like, sorry, bud, you're 54. <laughs> that's right, you're 54. You know, I just so, had that uh, thought the other day when we were doing inventory. Like, maybe we should change that around a little bit. Sorry, Steve. That's okay. Uh, parting thoughts. Doug, you go first. Parting thoughts. Um, all I will say is this world never ceases to amaze me each and every day. And I'll just leave it at that. Ryan, I know it's close to your bedtime. What do you have to say on your way out the door? Um, come back to me. I got. I'm looking up something right now. What, what, All right, Brett. Why? And then you, you asked me, but so th I'm back to work this week. Um, I had to give a presentation, a big presentation um, at work and had to do it in a mask. And that's the longest amount of time I've ever spent with a face covering. And it was like, it was the, it was the most awful thing I have had to do at my, my current employer. Uh, not the presentation. I, I had that nailed that. Um, we worked long and hard on that, me and my, my uh, counterparts, but this mask stuff, guys, come on. It, can we get out? Are we done? Can we do away with the mask thing yet? I, I'm, it, it, I thought for like six weeks it told us, don't wear masks. They're for the healthcare workers. It's not going to save you anyway. And now we're still on the mask thing. So with Governor Wolf now, which is interesting, and we could have talked for an hour on this, right? So he's filing a lawsuit against our state legislature for bipartisanly passing his or reversing his emergency declaration. Uh, when are we like good to go? When can we just say it was all bullshit, Steve? Help me out here. Come on. When, when am I good? Uh, it's going to court. It'll take a long time. And I think masks are just a part of our lives. So, I mean, like that is, so the CEO of our company, before the week prior to us going back, he had a, a big uh, teleconference or a big video conference with all of us. And he, he brought up a lot of examples of that. Like, this is the new norm. Uh, back when you guys were raised, I, I don't know, like when you guys were born, um, how big of a deal car seats were. But he was saying like, that was, I, a, you, you didn't probably what, ride in a car seat. Uh, there were times I did not. Uh, I was in a car wreck when I was uh, six years old. In a, I was in a car seat, but I was in the front seat. And uh, I can say this now because my dad has passed away. He left me in a car running 
and I was in my car seat in the front seat and I reached up and I put the car in gear and it drifted down a driveway and across a main road through a town, narrowly missed uh, the neighbor's front porch and went down over a hill and ran into a wall. And you, you made it, huh? Oh, I'm uh, still here. Yeah. Uh, but so he, he brought up car seats and then of course he brought up airport security post 9-11. Um, and he just thinks, he's convinced this is just our, our new thing. It's, it's here to stay. Well, I, 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 don't think, I don't think anybody really knows yet. And I, it's not that bad to err on the side of caution. I mean, but what, what do I know? I mean, I, I can't do my job right now because, you know, you can't be in big groups and be in places. And what I do for a living involves being in groups and, and interacting. And so we'll see what, how we attack what I do uh, for my job in, in the future. You know, we'll just see. Ryan, are you ready yet? Because I've been. Uh, well, mine kind of to back to Brett, but I was just wondering if we see a spike in numbers again, could we actually go back into yellow and red? Well, uh, that just depends on who the court's going to back, you know, with this lawsuit, which is going to go into court and we'll get fast tracked and then it becomes political and ultimately it'll have to go to the DC to the U S Supreme court. I mean, it's just, nobody knows anything and it's, it's become ideology now of what one person thinks versus another. I mean, I was, I was in a County that's still yellow and people aren't wearing masks and they're right. They're, they're leaning on each other the way Steven Tyler and Joe Perry do in a, in an Aerosmith concert, you know? Okay. I mean, that was my, you know, my that, that is what I was thinking of. Cause I, I think it would come back. It would be complete and total, uh, destruction if they dis if if we were ordered by the government I think it would be we're gonna have another um, the last 10 days over again but um, just with a uh, I, I don't think it's gonna be anarchy I don't think people are gonna do it um, I like the fact that I was off it was nice to be home with my family and work from home and I actually gained efficiencies uh, I was less disrupted from working from my home, even with my wife and kids here than I would be at my office because it's just constant interaction and, Hey, can you do this? Hey, can you give me a hand doing that? And you know, I, what would take me four hours to do took me eight or nine. So, um, I, as much as I enjoyed being home, what I was trying to get at is I'm, I'm willing to go to go to work for the sake of, of the United States or the global economy. I think after all these uh, protests and mass groups getting together, if there's a spike then, I think we'll know by the 4th of July if we're going to have a big spike or not. And, I, and that's, because they're, that's because even though they're wearing masks, there's not a lot of social distancing going on. So, I mean, we're just going to have to wait and see. I think every day is a new – the way things are going right now, every day there's something new happening, and we'll just see what comes from it. I think you just keep your head down and you take care of the people that you love and you try and be a good citizen to your neighbors and you let you let other things happen in other places i think that's i think that's the new norm you know you just care about the ones you love and 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 you try and be a, a good neighbor to those that you don't know but you still want to want to help them out regardless of, uh, of of the situation you know i think that's what we have to do drew why don't you wrap things up all right well 
I'm just going to say I get to eat during the show because without me, this show doesn't go up. So everyone can shut up. How about that? I'll wow. do it. I'll do what? it. After I say something nice about how you're supposed to be nice to your fellow man, he's telling everybody to shut up. And, and uh, <laughs> at least he didn't swear. I'm proud of him for not swearing. That's really how you want to. That's the last thing you want to say tonight, Drew. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. <laughs> All right, good. So, uh, so uh, two two birthdays this week and another event. Uh, by the time we post the show, um, uh, my granddaughter Olivia turned 14, and I, I she's on Facebook, so I send her a, a note at 12:30. You know, happy birthday, Olivia. Blah blah blah. And within three minutes, boom, she's Facebooking me back, and I have a conversation with my 14-year-old granddaughter until 1:30 in the morning. And I'm like, why don't you go to bed? She goes, it's my birthday. I'm allowed to stay awake. Never in my life did I think that I would be having a Facebook messaging battle with my 14-year-old granddaughter at 1.30 in the morning. And she's going, I'm allowed to be up this late. But, you know, I have to worry. I worry about how she acts. But then I also know that I might need a place to live someday when I'm old. So I'm not going to, you know, burn that bridge. Uh, a birthday today that's very meaningful for uh, the, Miller, the family the Miller family and the history and the trajectory of where, where we are. Uh, our dear friend, Janet Breon turned 89 today as we tape this show. Janet is the reason that our family moved to Milesburg. Um, my father's a, was a state policeman. And in the old days, when you made the promotion list, they would call you in the morning and give you three or four options of where you could pick to move to. So you wrote down your list. And one of the places my dad was, um, allowed to pick one of his options was Milesburg and my mom and my dad talked and went who do we know in Milesburg boom we knew we knew Janet Breon and her and her family and uh so we called we did I didn't I was in school but my parents called and and Janet goes there's a house for sale right up the street it has a huge yard the boys would love it so my father and mother spend I don't know two and a half months, three months, looking at 50 houses everywhere else. Ultimately, they came back to buying that house that, that Janet Breon told us was for sale. And uh, my, my parents lived on that street till mom went to heaven and dad moved to the farm. I did so, like how you used uh, the pluralized boys, though. That made me happy in my heart. Well, well, at the time, there were two boys there. Um, and and now, there's, now there's only one. Um, and finally, uh, June 14th, uh, Happy anniversary, boys. It's the anniversary of your graduation. This is six years out, right? It's my wedding anniversary. Yeah. What are you buying your the wife for your anniversary? Something else. Yeah, well, I was going to get to that. Right. So uh, what are you going to buy your wife for your anniversary on the 13th before we talk about the 14th real quick? Uh, we, don't, we don't do gifts. We'll, uh, I actually have a basketball meeting with Chris Glunt. So oh. be... You know how to show a woman a good time. Uh, at, well, she'll be at my sister's bridal shower, and I'll be at a basketball meeting. And uh, maybe if we're lucky on Sunday, we'll pawn our children off with the uh, grandparents and have a nice dinner somewhere. But yeah, we're we're pretty booked up for our anniversary separate. Nice. Uh, June fourteenth, uh, have got a little bit bigger, eleven years ago, and that's really all I can say about that. Thanks, everybody, for listening to Cut the BS. We'll do better the next time, we promise. For Aurora Boris and our sponsors and the gang, Brett and Doug and Ryan and Drew and Steve, thanks for listening. Good night.